Siyad Nishmai would like to begin with this question um, which has been presented, Chabura. And Mirza Hashem, we're going to go ahead and use this question as springboard to open up this Indian of Piyas Mashiach, touch upon possibly um, the concept of Chemes Gogumagog, and a few other Inyanim which are Hashem all connected, and we get to the concept of Mashiach and Chagashuvoyes, Manmat, and Terasin, and Kabbalah Satayr. I'd like to begin with a question. So the question is, why should I be looking forward to the arrival of Mashiach? All I've heard is that when Mashiach comes, there will be no wars and financial issues, etc. Um, in order that we'll be free and dedicate all of our time to study Tyra. Despite the fact that I don't enjoy learning, even if I would, I probably wouldn't be anticipating his, his arrival. Since the way I, I understand this, yeah, this concept of Yosem Mashiach, mm-hmm. is that all of our talents and hobbies we put aside and as a result, all my wants, dreams, and ambitions will have to come to an end. And all the things I take pleasure in, again, referring to even um, permissible pleasures. So bottom line, why should I be looking forward to the Gula and the um, arrival, the coming of Mashiach? So that is the question. Now, it's an extremely, extremely important question that we have to ask ourselves. Why? For a number of reasons. Number one, probably one of the most important reasons, is that one of the Yud Gimel Ikre Emunah Rambam is, and one of the Animam, right, the Animamins. One of the Animamins is Animam Bemun Shleima, the Piyas HaMashiach, Vafal Pishis Mamea, even though that he'll be right, delayed. Achakaleb Acholyam Shiyavi, I'll anticipate his coming, right, every single day. So, we, are we real with this? We have to introspect, you know. Are we in touch with this statement or not? It's, you know, it's a very important. Um, <laughs> You know, part of Judaism, one of the six questions that one is asked, as brought in the Gemara Sha- Shabbos, the Flamin Aleph, when a person you know goes up to heaven, is Sipisil Yeshua, where you met for the Yeshua, So obviously, we have to get in touch with this. What is going on? So actually, Hashem, this time, I'd like to go ahead and use many of the Yisodos that we've mentioned. Probably in the past, um, you know, number of chaburas, um, and this and this nice. So we had just a quick recap. So we had the question regarding black and white shirts. You know what the purpose is. We said identity association, um, and so on. The next nakuda was. You know, we had another question regarding um, how should someone, especially right in the onset of staging you know, teenager in high school and so on, which would be the, the first steps, and how does one go ahead and love Tyra again? The question was, how does one go ahead and love learning so much that's the only thing that he wants to do? Just read and repeat that question. You know, how does one come to love learning so much that's the only thing he wants to do, and it's the only thing he finds pleasure in? Okay, well, I want to go ahead and find the common denominator between all these questions, and with Bezer Shevim, with one you sold, we'll be able to go ahead and connect and answer um, these questions. Another question is, how does one become a Tamil Chacham? How can one start to gain das, really no Teira, and even be able to quote things from the top of their head? And what steps should a high schooler take to get there? That was that question. And the reason why we're reading through, and we'll see, is Hashem Lekamon. So that was, those were the two questions again. So, you know, what is the Tom wearing um, black shirts and so on, black and white? 
And the third question was regarding relationships. Is there anything wrong from this perspective of saying I love, have feelings towards a girl? Number two, is it possible to be in a relationship which is not self-satisfaction based? Um, and it's not dependent on each party's pleasure taking that relationship, i.e., you know, and won't end up with divorce, abandonment, and so on once the, that which, whichever party, you know, sees that it's not worthwhile. So, I want to be back to my Rambam, which, it's not much very interesting. In the Rambam end of Hilchas Tshuva, that we, when we spoke about relationships last time, is um, regarding the question, is it possible to go ahead and do something which is not pleasure driven that the reason why one's doing it is because it's and not doing what's true because it's true and not because it's pleasure I fact the Kasha even scientifically you know one is driven based on um, based on the neurons and so on so if the sensory neurons go ahead and send something which is pleasurable so so, so without getting to the, to that Nikuda so much which we've spoken about um, last time, I want to move on to the next, the next is still, again, one person elevates himself, and he has a godly soul within him, which is not driven just based on the body's desires, which is true, which that lower experience is only, again, a transcendental experience is not experienced through the physical aspect, it's connection, feel transported, and so on. I'll call upon him, the Rambam that we spoke about last time, which says that one has to begin you start serving Hashem, learning Torah and so on. Um, as a young child, you give him you give him candies and so on to do the right thing. Even though at that stage he doesn't understand why he's doing it, it's to mechanechem. But eventually, we, we hope and, and mechanechem that he has to grow out of that and he has to do it because that's what he's supposed to do. It's the right thing to do. Now, that Rambam, and it's very important, that Rambam is in Perak Yud, Halacha Aleph and Beis, and pretty much the whole Perak, which is not very long, it's Halacha Vav, and that's the conclusion of Sefer Hamado. That's the very end of Hilchas Tshuva. Now, if you take a look in Perak Tes, which only has two Halachos, Perak um, Aleph and Beis, and the Rambam in Perak Tes, Hilchas Tshuva, describes what the Yisod and you know what what what's it mean to go ahead and do things um and the purpose of Biyasa Mashiach which is that one be able to go ahead as he says that if you go after if you go Basar Hashem so Hashem will remove all these kolos and you'll be able to have you won't have to be misasik with Muhammad and by hunger and wars and nothing, you'll be able to just sit and by doing Hashem's Ratzon. So the Ramam in, in Halacha Beis famously says, Everyone, all the Chachem Yisrael Nevi'im anticipated the days of the coming of Mashiach. From the Machus Rishol, which doesn't allow Kla Yisrael to go ahead and perform mitzvahs properly, Vimtulam Margoya, find that inner peace, Virbuch Bechachmo, grown wisdom, Kadeshi Yisko Lechayla Mabal. The feet, 
says the Rambam, knowledge and wisdom and truth will increase. Why then I can also learn Milchama. Why? That that Melech that will come from the descendants of David will be a, a tremendous Bachachma greater than Shlomo Melech and will be close to the prophecy. Meish Rabbeinu, we know that there wasn't a Navi Yisrael before Meish and after Meish, the same guy. So Meish Rabbeinu will be slightly less, right? And he'll teach my Kol Am, entire nation, marry them Derech Hashem, and all the guy will come to hear. As the Pasuk says, And concludes the Rambam, the eternal, right, for infinity, which that's the matan haschar, a the greater toiva. There's two steps in this process. You have biasa mashiach, and then you have chaylam abba. Chaylam abba is a different. It's, it's after that. It's a different time. Well, biasa mashiach is oilam azet, says Rambam. Ve'oilam the world will operate the way that it does. The Malchus will return to Kla Israel and they're going to reign over the world. They're going to have the Malucha. They're going to, the, king should, right, the, the kingdom will return to Kla Israel. And says the Rambam, number of places. And Sanhedrin said the Alpham and Bays, and Shabbos, Sab Machimel, Perkin Nine, and Daflam and Dalit, Brochus, Ain, Bain, Ha'ilam, Hazet, Limaisa, Mashiach, El Ashabud, Malchuyos, Bilvad. There is no chili between Ailam Hazet and the days of the of Mashiach, rather than right, being enslaved to right, the nations, Bilvad. That is the only chiluk. Now, let's go ahead and, and ask a few questions on, the, on this you know, piece in the Rambam, quoting the Gemara. Here to Hashem will try and create a binyan. I'm regarding this question, many questions which are related, and we'll get to Shavuos and Goygung Maga, Bez Hashem as well. Question number one. When the Rambam says that there's no chili between Moshe and Mashiach, Hashem and Malchus Bilvan, as the Rambam described earlier, that you're not going to have Daigo for Parnasa, and you'll be able to go ahead and sit and learn. And binyan bechachmasa chayli mecham and rav, and there's gonna be abundance of kesef azav that you won't have to be isaac my your entire life with with the physical aspect of life. Al neisha pnim lilma bechachma last zametzah kedushin iska lechayli maba. V'chinam b'tayra achas shivtech b'tayvus elam azav t'stakiti alano. Right, fine, v'chule. And if you don't, so then that's when the rois come. That's what the rambam's in the middle of halacha aleph. I'll be here in practice. So, the first question is: Is it really true that there's no big, um, you know, difference if you you have the base hamikdash, you have the malchus Hashem, right, which will be revealed through the base hamikdash with that malucha? So, is that such a minor difference? Number one, So that's the first question. It's a tremendous difference when you see the revelation of Hashem. You have a revealed connection. And I grow even more and more because it's infinite. This world is it's finite at the end of the day. So, Lamaisa, if you have a world which has been completely transformed into the world of Hashem, 
everyone recognizes that Hashem, who Amalek, Hashem is one, and His name is one. So how could we possibly say that? It sounds like the Rams, you know, the Gemara so even is oversimplifying. Yeah, just Shia ben Malchus, you won't be able to sin learn. Okay, fine. That's the sound just from the Lashon. The second thing that we're, that we're bothered by is that once we established, you know, there's going to be a Gili Shemaim, as brought in many, many, many places around Tehra and Chazal. So we have to go ahead and introspect. Like, let's, let's be real for a moment. Why only for a moment? We should always be real. Yeah? Is that at the end of the day, am I really looking forward to Mashiach? What's that? Let's even be more honest. Should I even care about the fact that there's a tzivui or there's a ikor be'muna that I have to anticipate from Mashiach's coming? Why should I have to feel that you know I'm anticipating? Why is that? Why am I obligated to do so? Obviously, it's a question which is applicable to many other areas in Torah. Why am I obligated to be um, joyous? Besemcha. Why am I obligated to love others? Right? It's something that can happen, but I can give that you know obligation. So. Regarding Simcha, regarding Ava and love, he's spoken in the past and also in the 48 ways, many riots, that it's not something that just, it's not a happening, it's something which can be worked at, worked on. Now, just regarding this Nakuda, the same thing applies to Biasa Mashiach. Biasa Mashiach, you're anticipating reality, anticipating truth, the ultimate drive transported the ultimate way. So, just by saying these few words, I just want to get to this Nukuda of we have to tap into what we really want. And since that the days of the Mashiach is going to be a tremendous time of tranquility, harmony, everyone will recognize Hashem Echad, Ushmo Echad, such a um, special time, so much pain which will be alleviated in the world. No longer. It's a tremendous time. So just for, you know, in terms of tranquility and peace, that itself should be something that we anticipate. And we, we surely do, again, within ourselves. We don't enjoy, especially these difficult times. No one, as far as I know, has takes pleasure in, in the actual Matthias. Obviously, there can be self, um, you know, side um, benefits of working on oneself, but obviously that's not the ideal. And that's not what we want. It's all the pain and suffering. So that is number one. A time of tremendous peace of mind, peace as a nation, and in the world as a whole. That's on the universal level. Now, but we have still, we have something, you know, bothering with us. And this is, you know, this is something which is, is asked quite often, especially today. You know, back in the day, Maybe in the 20th century, even this century, the beginning of this century, people would go ahead and go to these, you know, discovery seminars, Eshatara or Samach, what have you, and the, the following question, which was always asked, I mean, if the person was an atheist or agnostic and so on, how do I know that there's a God? You know, please prove it to me that there's a God. Today, the question is not, is there a God, isn't there a God? The question is, why should I care if there is a God or not? It, it became a question of awareness of, why is that relevant to me? Why is that relevant to my life and to who I am? 
So just simply, if the ultimate pleasure is being connected with God, and that's what you ultimately are striving for, more pleasure, so obviously you have to find out if it's true or not. So certainly, if that's the definition of and the implications and ramifications of, of the existence of a God would be, so certainly that's what it's about, and immediately it's very relevant for you. And that's why you should care. But what we want to take is regarding Mashiach right now. So why should I care? Two categories, as an individual and as a nation. So, again, back to these questions, which if you take a look at the common denominator, there was one, there was one word, and even without latching onto the word, there was, there was one idea, concept, that's really connected between all these questions. The one question which is the ultimate drive of every human being in this world is pleasure. I should wear black and white shirts, you know, why should I associate with this world? Do I find it to be pleasure or truthful? Those are the two concepts that we evolve around. Right? So you find truth, is that, try to subjugate my ideals, if I find that mine is just as true or I see it playing out just as nicely as some other sector in Judaism or in the world as a whole. Regarding relationships, regarding self-building, so we have universally right in terms of me developing being part of a group in terms of a culture that was you know the black and white question we can say we had the question in terms of being Adam Lachavero relationships is it possible to have a relationship which is not only pleasure based or tied to that concept and otherwise if it, if one party sees it's not worthwhile it's going to fall apart and the third one is individually the first one right which is becoming Talmud Chacham self-building I want that I have a desire that I'm the only thing I take pleasure in should be Torah and so on so the common denominator and this is the, exactly the juxtaposition of these two Rambams and Perk Tess and the Perk Tess Hechos Tshuva and Perk Yod Mechos Tshuva to do what's true because it's true and which is the opposite of that to do what's true which again this is just the opposite of the Loshon Rambam. the opposite of is to do what's true to do to do what's true because you feel good pleasure so back to our question which is the fourth question the fourth kasha for tonight yeah we can say the fourth kasha was and here Tashem we're going to open this up the fourth kasha was why should I, you know, look forward to Biasa Mashiach? Am I going to have to give up everything, you know? So we have to remember that all the pleasures, the small pleasures that we have, again, it could be a great pleasure. Basketball game, football game, Hashem created it for you. Now, if a person is, you know, holding the palace, in the th right, the palace with the king, it took him, you know, a year to arrange this appointment. And then the king decides instead of the three minutes, which were the five minutes, which were... Set aside for him, the king invites him, you know, come on, come. I want you to go ahead and help me out over here. Something, take on a special mission. And not only that, you're invited, right, for a meal, you're invited for lunch today. The person will be overwhelmed with joy. So his basketball game, or whatever else is, you know, waiting from all the other pleasures, is like not even thinking about that. He has no interest in that. But not that 
a negative part. Oh, you know, he he's completely ignoring who he is and his his you know uh, these healthy outlets, which really gave so much to him. No, that's not the Indian. You're in a different. You're in ecstasy. You're holding somewhere else. That's why again, but before Yemosa Mashiach, it's just the Gedol Yisrael. Yeah, they took many right. They took care of their bodies. They took care of their bodies, but they their bodies got so in touch with the soul's desire, the soul's longing that it became one. So, and, and that's why I want to put in over here the concept of Gogu Magog. It says that you know Chazal were so afraid and Chomim were so afraid of the days of Mashiach. Of the days of um, of Gog Magog, which is that big war, which it says Chazal described it as Evan Meirad Berabli, that the slave will rebel against his master. Now the question is, why the Chazal Rabbi Akiva they're so afraid of this? Rabbi Akiva gave his nefesh al Kiddush Hashem. He was killed by the Romans, and he said, "My entire life I waited for this." In terrible ways, they killed the Asar Rabbi and so many. We know again, number one for sure, they loved life. The Gurak cried, the Vilna Gon cried when he on his deathbed. He said, you know, with a few grushim, you can go ahead and buy a mitzvah, you can buy eternity, right? He was, he was holding his tzitzes. So, we do find the concept of, for sure, embracing life, and we find that the Chazal were not afraid of giving up their lives for that, for the right cause, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for eternity. So, why were they so afraid of Gogu Magog? So, Weissmandor, many of them, you'll find his Hashkocha, many food products, tremendous, tremendous Tamachachim. So, Talmud, a big Talmud of his, which is a big Mashpian, he said, Shame of Weissmandel that the sort of Evid Mulray Barabba, which is the essence of of uh, Gogo Mago, again, what this is oversimplifying just one aspect, right? Only one aspect of this is that there's going to be some sort of you know slave rebelling against his master, but one aspect is that Evan Mulray Rabbi, which is for sure true, is that there's going to be a generation, a time that the body is so in right, so heavily, just the whole society, the entire world is about, you know, here, about this world, right, to, to a massive extent. I'm not saying there's no individuals or you have sex in, in humanity that, fine, but, but I'll call upon him, what emerges from here is that we find that when the goof is in control, you know, when the goof is in control, and not only when the goof is in control, and even if it's moderated to a certain extent, but you, the neshama's not in touch with that, the, Right, it's not. I. It's not only that the neshama doesn't do well. Ironically, ironically, the body doesn't do well either. The pasuk um, in Tehillim, David Amalek describes a rasha as ruach, like chaff which will blow in the wind. Yeah, he blows sometimes. You know, he goes to a rave. He goes to this. He goes to that. And sometimes he blows on even to the base mattress because I have a part of me that you know has a connect. I want. I want God. I want godliness. I want that feeling as well. But that that's essence of a Russia because he has no internal structure, he has no evid, he has no master within him which is taking the lead. When the mind takes the lead, the body is in good shape. And you it can enjoy as you know, you say, I'm gonna learn a Seder, I'll listen to the Shir, and I'll learn with I'll learn with my Harusa, I'll listen to the Rabbi, and and then I'll you know, you convince the body, you know, it was so gishmak, you felt so good last time, and you know, you give it a nice a nice meal. Don't worry, I'll take you out, right? You take out the body, you convince him. So, the essence is to be mamlich, right? The moach and the lev. When a person, as you do, that when moach, lev, kloyos, which is, right, intestines, which represents physicality, mem, which is moach, for mind, lev, lamed, for heart, and 
or kaved liver, which is the physical part, kaved, um, spells melech. If that's the order, mind, heart, liver. But if it's the other way around, it's right the liver, which is the physicality, lev, desire, and then the mind, that spells klum, nothing. You don't have a mahos atzmis, you don't have your own essence, who you are, right? identification, identity, if you don't have that. So, the common denominator between all these questions, and this is the such a tremendous soul because that, this is the essence of life, and I'm not into these, you know, pithy state, statements of this is the essence of life, and extremism is also not good. But since that reality always divides into two, these two aspects of pleasure and truth, so it's just one you sowed, which comes up in so many places, and you can say Pasha's shot shot on the Rambam, but you just see from the fact that the Rambam juxtaposes these two things, Yimosa Mashiach, one difference between our times, Yimosa Mashiach, Shib and Malchud Bilvad, is that we're not going to be subjugated to that desire within us. Now, doesn't mean Hashem won't give us pleasure, of course, that's the that's why we were created as in the first the first line of Misas Hashem. But Havtas Hashem you should love your God. For those who didn't learn Misas Hashem, you should learn it as well. But Shema Yisrael, right? we say, every, every Jew knows from Jew knows that that's what we say. Shema Yisrael Hashem Alkeinu Hashem Echad. Vahavtus Hashem The unity, the unity of God is the ultimate pleasure when we get in touch with that. So it's like you're standing in the palace of the king. Again, to be honest, if there's going to be basketball games when Hashem comes or not, um, in terms of us playing, I don't know about leagues, about the NBA. Mister Pashas, not. I'm not sure, but I don't know. Um, but in terms of ourselves, we'll be in terms of Eved Hashem. Now, one more Nikuda regarding this Yisod. Is that you have a guy he from out, yeah? So he doesn't play basketball, doesn't talk to his friends, he doesn't doesn't give himself the breaks. But and then you see he looks he, he looks like a schlump, right? He he's, he's he looks terrible, right? That's not an Eved Hashem, you know. What? Don't tell me you know. Oh, well, he's doing good in spirituality, yeah. It's not what's I don't know what you're talking about spirituality, not spirituality. All I know he looks terrible. He doesn't look happy. He looks emotionally aggravated. He said, what are you talking about spirituality? His spirituality is doing well. No, he's not. He's, he's, he's miserable. He's doing terrible in Avedas Hashem. That's not the Eved Hashem. The ultimate Eved Hashem. Mm-hmm. There's so many examples from Gdali Yisrael. So he enjoyed life. Victor Miller, Yaakov Kamenetsky, they made a bracha, you know, a beautiful bracha on Norwich, taking a look on, you know, nature of Kalish's father, Tremendous Tamil Chacham, Baki Bishas, Rabbi Yeshua Kalish, Shiva Waifar, and how he, he, Kayla said that he never saw someone enjoy his life in, in a real way, in a real way like his father. Just tremendously. It's unbelievable. You saw just, you know, a good game of paddleball, but two people, him and his partner, which has been playing this for decades, paddleball, which two people which served, which serve Hashem, continue to serve Hashem like tigers, with, like tigers, with all their might. So, if that's part of your avodas Hashem, there's no reason why Hashem would take that away from you. If that would be necessary, if we'll, if we'll have that chip within us that requires that, I don't know. But believe me, if you can get bigger chips, you can get, you know, bigger invitations to greater pleasure. So for sure you would go for that. Just it's hard for us to visualize that. But say they're fine, so it's difficult. No, no. Okay, so you go, you know, work it out. Or maybe you won't work it out. Okay, but at least we can understand that Hashem is not coming again. The question is coming from, you know, suppressing my pleasures, my dreams. Your dream is to get the most pleasure possible. And at one stage, if a person develops within Tyre, you can also do it. That's true because it's true, and not only because it's pleasurable. So if one goes and attains that darga, 
at that stage he'll be able to go ahead and really acquire what he wants to acquire. He'll be able to have all pleasures he needs in a healthy way. And don't worry, Hashem knows what he's doing. Hashem is smarter than, than me and you. And he has a plan, and he wants to give us the best. And if he created basketball in the first place, he created football, created baseball, created all these things, and paddleball as well, not to forget. So, Kavachimer, he knows what's best for us, and that tremendous longing that we have within us. We can appreciate physicality and, and relationships, being good, and a cause, creativity. So, all these different powers could be, I don't know, maybe when Mashiach comes, we're not going to have to have lower stages. So again, Olam Kamin Hogo Noheg. Only difference is that Shabbat Malchus is Bilbat, so Pashtas, we're just going to have that free time to serve Hashem. So whatever is in that routine of serving Hashem, whatever Hashem will determine at the time, whatever that would require, but that would be our pleasure. So all those are worried about pleasure. But obviously, when we're moving into the next stage, more sophisticated level of truth, because it's true, so that's 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 what you reach. That's what you want to attain. So back to the Gogol Mago. The reason why they were so afraid of it is that it's a time that there is no clarity of reality. People, yeah, they're giving their lives to the ultimate cause, Mr. Nefesh, literally to be killed, Al Kiddush Hashem, for Tyra. But if you have Evan Mori Del Rabo, the whole Nitzius in 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 such a profound way becomes you know turned upside down. So you lost the Tachis. And that's and that's one of the fears that the Yisrael and Chachamim had a tremendous fear from this time of Gogumago, that the body rebels against the mind. Obviously, you had cultures that you know really not only appreciated but they put their entire essence into physicality, as we know the Romans and the Greeks, but especially today that the whole world operates in such an enormous you know level uh, with this and the world has a capacity to do that as well with this ideal something very very dangerous and we all swept away and we think we're doing well sometimes we have to really look at now so I would like to go ahead and mention Nikuda mentioned by Pincus and Safe for Shabbos Malkasa we just did recently this past week and Pincus was speaking about the difference between Mashiach ben Yosef, we know that this first can be a Mashiach from the descendants of Yosef, and then Mashiach ben David, known as Mashiach, Malchus ben David, rebuilt Beis Amikdash, v'chuli v'chuli. Eliyahu Anovi comes before, Hinei Anochi Sholach Chemes, Eliyahu Anovi, Lifnei Ba Hashem, Agodov Aneira, before the day, the great day of Hashem, before Hashem comes, Kaviyachol, Eliyahu Anovi, will be Meishiv Leif, Avos Abonim, Leif Bonim, Alavosom, be a massive movement of Tshuva movement. So, Pinkus explains that one aspect of this Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach ben David, is that what was the mid of Yosef? Yosef was, had tremendous mid of tzidkus, of righteousness. And that mid of tzidkus, that was a special koach. The Mashiach ben Yosef, says Pinkus, was that there again, their shita was to build Kalaishal be'ikral yedei tzidkus through righteousness, through maisim toivim, through Shuva, but the Malchus David is not its Iker foundation is not on Tzitkus. Rather Yehuda right which is Malchus based David, which comes from Shevet Yehuda, was special and unique with his Hoda that he that he's, right he admitted my Satomer <coughs> Malchus David and David we know is as Miyuchad with Shiras and Tishbachos, which all these inyanim are inyanim of again admitting 
right, what you've done, and Yashiros V'tishbachos are inyanim of nullification l'fnei HaKadosh Baruch So, through them themselves, through these midos of admitting, admission, submission, and Shiros V'tishbachos, and just really nullifying yourself to Hashem, they have nothing unto itself, it's not an intrinsic thing. Rather, through these midos of admission, and so on, Shiros V'tishbachos, it's, you're, again, you're just revealing, it's a reflection of of Malchus, of a Kovach in the world. So, the reason why Meshach bin Yosef has to proceed before Malchus Bisov is that, again, Meshach bin Yosef is the tzidkos, the righteousness, the good actions, the tshuva, the tshuva. Their ikramidon, you know, Leon, Avi, Zoskum, Yosek, and this before Biasa Meshach, is that the, the mashal is you, can, you have a mirror. It can only reflect the beauty of what it's, you know, um, in front of only collate that it's clean and polished well and looks nice. The cleaner it is, i.e., the less that it has into itself from its own from its own right, image, <clears throat> and it's a hundred percent reflecting what what's you know connected. In, that's the most beautiful mirror. I, in truth, is the the less it has to it, the more it, it reflects. So. That is Malchus Beis Yosef. But before Malchus Beis Yosef, you have to have Malchus Beis Yosef. Malchus Beis Yosef, I should say, um, sorry, Mashiach Ben Yosef, has to go ahead and cleanse, and that's we have to cleanse ourselves, to do tshuva and tzitkos, to clean the mirror, to polish the mirror before Mashiach Ben David can come. Because if you don't have Mashiach, if you don't have Mashiach Ben Yosef, you don't have the step of tzitkos, of doing tshuva, that movement, before Mashiach comes. So what are you, what are you reflecting? There's no covet your mind to be revealed in the world. No revelation of Hashem's presence if everyone's doing terrible things. So the the great the Mashiach can only come once we polish it. Once we polish the mirror, that it's really a reflection of who you want to be, our actions, our thoughts, and our feelings. And to purify it in a you know, deep, profound, and sincere way. So that's not that you say regarding Matan Torah. The, the, the Torah says, again, the, again that... Chazal say, Taira and Akash Baruch can only dwell, only present in a man of tremendous humility. Because Taira, and one of the concepts of Das Taira, is unadulterated thoughts. It's purely coming from the Taira. You're not seeking Deos Chitzonios, and yeah, you learn some Torah and you apply your these other concepts to your understanding of Taira. That's the Chorban of Taira. It has to stem from the. It has to stem from the ultimate truth, which is from Dvar Hashem, the Word of God, as we mentioned in the past. So the only way to go ahead and create this concept is if one is mevatel himself, anavam humility, the ultimate reality. Can you see everything objective, objectively? You have no of yourself whims which are getting in the way and telling you what to do. Meishu Abenu. That's the reason Meishu Abenu gave the Torah. He's the greatest. The greatest honor of the most humble man is the Torah, right? Is Mayit. The most humble person. Only someone says, We're nothing. We're nothing. Then he can reflect and give over the Dvar Hashem with no adulteration whatsoever. That's Meshur Abinu. That's Kabbalah Satayra. You can only go ahead and bring the Mashiach and become Abdi Hashem in the sense that we can go ahead and nullify, right, our own motivations and so on. Obviously, we have to use what Hashem has given us, but within the scope of what Hashem wants to do, within the scope of Torah. And that ultimately will bring us to the, the ultimate pleasure, first class pleasure. Not fifth, not fourth, not third, not second. But 
using everything together, fifth, fourth, third, and second, towards and first, right? We're directing all of these pleasures towards Avodos Hashem. That's what makes one the ultimate Eved Hashem. So at the end of the day, the answer is that we're not subjugating ourselves. We're not losing our ambitions. We All of this is supposed to be a process to be as a Mashiach. If you go ahead and you're playing basketball because you want to give koch to your body, and obviously you get in touch with that. You have to have positive associations with Judaism and Torah first. But that becomes your... That's a Eved Hashem. You look healthy. You're serving Hashem with all your might with like a tiger. And you're, you're a good friend. You're a sincere friend. You're a caring friend. A loving friend. Son. A parent. So that is Ruchnius, that's spirituality. It's not two separate things. You're getting closer to God. You're getting closer to God. And Hashem has tremendous Nachas Ruach from that, you know, you're, you're that paddleball game. It's Avodas Hashem. It's all one package deal, as we said in the past. It's not spirituality, my learning, and other pleasures. If that can be directed for, it can be a fifth class pleasure, but it can be a first class pleasure of connecting to Hashem. So if one does it for the right reasons and he's able to go ahead and get in touch with that and to make them one, to make the body and the soul and the, the same team together, as you find many of the that they, they would give a shower to their body the, way, the same way that we give charity to a poor man. Unbelievable, crazy things. Okay, guy said that he heard that from Rebbevdan on his deathbed. He was speaking to the body like it was like who he is. It's crazy. Just so They became so in sync with each other. That takes, obviously, it's a lifetime work. But we can make small steps to go ahead and make our actions as much as possible to Hashem Shemaim, as the Mechaber says in Simon Reish Laman Aleph, that it's called Chikol Kavanos of Hashem Shemaim. Food, eat, and so on, slowly by slowly, you have a nice steak to go ahead and, you know, to satisfy yourself. Slowly, slowly, and in Kamakoma, you know, regarding these Yisodos, how to go about it, but all we'll say is that you can't go ahead and cut off everything in one shot. Let's say, what small steps can I go ahead and take towards that goal? I can't, as um, the altar said, in shame his Rebbe Rabbi Shroll, when my Rebbe speak about great ideals of precious, of not indulging too much in this world, I said, I'm not shaykh to this stuff. Everyone else, they weren't impacted. I was impacted. Why? Because I said, okay, instead of, you know, let's say three steaks, I can, I can cut down to two. I can have only one dessert. One, you know, these small steps really allow us to go ahead and develop and connect to Hashem, because even that step, what do you mean? You're still indulging in physicality, but I'm doing something for Hashem. I'm doing it for Him, I want to get closer to Him, and slowly, 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 but surely, we'll be able to really incorporate, you know, sports if it's done for the right purpose, and Hashem created it for you to enjoy, and you have to direct it, and use it properly. So that is one, you saw the Mashiach, Ben David, Mashiach, Ben Yosef, regarding Kabbalah Satayra, the one can be Kabbalah Torah is the honor. You have to polish the mirror for it to reflect pro properly. That's why we have to Meshach Ben Yosef to Novi to the Tshuva process to right, clean ourselves, cleanse ourselves from the Chatoim from Kabbalah Torah B'Shleim is to work on the Memchas Kinyanim to acquire Torah and to really go ahead and with Anivas to Kabbalah Torah that way we can really reflect who we want to be, what we're about and reflecting to the world to our communities, to our families, to ourselves, our true essence, within the parameters of Avedas Hashem, developing and connecting it to the ultimate source of pleasure and truth, to Yibonu Shalom. I'd like to give a bracha, you know, as Gemara says, Alti Birkas, kill us, and Birkas Hediot Kalabay Necha, Birkas Hediot, which is, Yerotum Shalbi Zoha, try and work on who we are, who we really are, to embrace our journey, 
to embrace every aspect of life and to try and take a small step towards Kabbalah Turt, a small step that we can make ourselves more humble, to clean ourselves a little bit, and try to not sing God and in the different aspects of introspect to see where can I go ahead and improve how can I play a better basketball game with better middles tovos how can I really go ahead and you know, speak in an encouraging caring way with, with my family with my friends when we get back there we have to first go ahead yeah, when we are going to get back there, to the Vahav Tudarech burst out with tremendous connection, the feeling of connection. But the first thing we have to do is to build from within, to reflect back, to see where we're coming from, we are, what we're about. We take a emesic truth within us, an innate truth, a sense of purpose, of mission, in every aspect of life that we go in and engage with, engage with to draw closer to our Creator, to the ultimate pleasure, the ultimate Emes, Adkan. Thank you very, very much. Have a wonderful day.